Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. What up, everyone, and welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. And today is another awesome day for some movie reviews. Today, we're going to be going over a timeless classic that I would have to say is beloved by 99.9% of all people, with the exception of Corey here from the podcast. Uh, I am your host, Andrew Bailey, and I am joined today by Mitch Enzamino. Hi, y'all. AJ Mahalan. Hello, hello. And yours and my favorite musical lover, Miss Melgio. Hello, everybody. <laughs> like I said, today we'll be going through the highs and lows of everyone's favorite nanny, Mary Poppins. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. So, you're probably going to want to know what's Mary Poppins about. I've never seen Mary Poppins. Well, that's why we're here today. Mary Poppins is the story of Miss Jane Banks and Mr. Michael Banks, who are two young kids who can be a little rambunctious, but they're just, they just like to have fun. You know, they're little kids and whatnot. Their dad, however, is Mr. Strict. He does not get to spend a lot of time with them. He focuses on his work at the bank and all sorts of stuff like that. And the kids have been having a couple issues with some nannies here and there. And our story is really going to pick up when... They are looking for a new nanny. There's a bit of a change in the wind, and long comes that umbrella, and down comes Mary Poppins. She just kind of like comes in, takes her, takes charge, and is like, oh, "No, dude, this is this is what you need. You need me." And then she just kind of takes over. She gets everybody ready, and that's when you open up with probably the one of the most famous songs in the whole thing, "The Spoonful of Sugar," and then you know you're off. They get some into some little wacky, crazy adventures, but there are some more serious tones in it. Um, but we're going to be going over all that. So we're going to start off. We're going to mix it up a little bit this week, and we're going to start off with some highs. So I don't know what you guys got. What are your highs for the keeper of the Banks children? Well, I was going to say not even the Banks children. Let's just talk about how good of a quality of movie it is for when it was made. It is. I agree with that. The think effects about that. are amazing. The effects are so good for the time. They still like, yeah, it's corny, but I think it holds up in a way. Like the style of the movie, it works. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, think about the time it was made and like what else was made in that time that was like that. And it's like nothing. Like that was the movie. So that's one of my highs. I mean, it's not like the movie high, but I mean, it's just like a overall, like that's really cool that Disney did that. Like the opening scene with her on the cloud as she's just chilling, like fixing her makeup, yada, yada. And it goes right down to London. That gave me chills. Like it's, you can tell it's so fake. Like for this day and age, it's so bad. But for back then, like how creative they must've been to make that seem somewhat realistic. Like with the limited resources that they have. That's so cool to me. Just so magical. <laughs> it is. It's so Disney. It's so very magical. Um, I think one of my favorite parts though is when they go into the chalk painting. That is definitely like peak Mary Poppins mm. is when they go into this whole cartoon world. It's very Walt. It's so classic. I just love that part. It's, it's my favorite. I love Dick Van Dyke in it. 
Dick Van Dyke I, I just, is perfect. He is just national a, treasure. Literally national treasure. Love him. Good Dick Van Dyke. He is just amazing. Julie Andrews is iconic. How can you not love her? It's just great. It's just really good. I think it's a timeless piece of work. And it really, it's just Disney. When I think of Mary Poppins, it's just, it's such a Disney icon, you know? I, I could agree that it is one of the, like, when you think Disney, like, if you're like, hey, give me some Disney movies. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like no matter what age you are, like, someone is going to say Mary Poppins in any yeah. conversation. The music's yeah. great. I do want to hear your thoughts on, like, some of your music stuff with it. Yeah, I have, a, I mean, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of the songs in the first half of the movie, I think are really good. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like it starts to drag after I Love to Laugh. That's when the songs start to become a little much. The only other song I really like in the second half is Chim Chim Tree and Step in Time because it's insane. But so many what? of the numbers. What other songs are there after that though? So after Let's that, Go Fly Kite's my favorite. Yeah, well, I mean, that's nice. It's not my favorite, but they also have A Man Has Dreams. It's the song the dad sings. It's like the Mm. Dick Van Dyke reprise that he does with him. It's just, it starts to just, it drags a little. Like, Feed the Birds. I know people like that song. I I could leave it. I really could. They do the Fidelity Fiduciary Bank song. Once again, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's cool that Dick Van Dyke was in it and, you know, was in the uh, new movie as the same character, basically. But it's just... Mm -hmm okay, we got it. Can we just keep going? You know what I mean? It was kind of like they wanted to make a quota for songs and they're like, okay, we just need to throw a song in here. And they really can't. Yeah. Bring some music at it. (laughs) Just throw some music in and hope for the best. I think if you're looking at the first half though, like A Spoonful of Sugar, classic. How can you not love that song? Jolly Holiday is just amazing and super califragilistic. Obviously you're going to love that song. How can you not? So you look at songs like that and then you get into the second half. It's like, ah, oh, yes, the classic Fidelity fiduciary bank song. I wanted to hear <laughs> that. <laughs> I mean, everyone I'm has better. to know about their tippins. Their tuppins. Tuppins, tippins, tuppins, whatever. Whatever they are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just think when you, when you look through the list, you can definitely pick a few songs that it's like, okay, mm-hmm. we probably could have cut this for time. But I think Walt was just so obsessed with this film that he didn't care. He just wanted everything in there, so. And if you want more context on that, Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, if you want to cry. (laughs) That's a great movie. If you want some extra, extra content, you can go to Hollywood Studios to One Man's Dream and watch that because he like, there's like a whole segment just about Mary Poppins and how he was like, like everyone was having a good time making this movie, except for, you know, Miss Travelers, Travers. Travers, yeah, yeah, she was not into it, and it was her biggest regret. And the saddest thing is, musical related. Uh, if you don't know, Disney does have a Mary Poppins Broadway show they did, mm-hmm. and um, she had given the rights to a producer, uh, Cameron McIntosh, back in like the '90s, to do a stage play only, no music, because she was so disappointed in the movie. And as soon as she died, he went to Disney. They made it into a musical. He no way against his word. And yeah, totally Crazy. backstabbed her. That's messed up. He, I, I know, everyone's just like, <laughs> yikes. But yeah, I mean, I just thought that was awful. But also I do like the musical, so. That was one, of, that yeah. might've been the first musical I've ever seen. Aww. That might've been the first one. Yes, oh my gosh. And they, okay, for those of you who don't know, there's a part where she like flies over the audience. Yeah. I about choked. There's like a little five-year-old me and I'm like, whoa. 
what is happening? It was like the most wait in in the Mary Poppins musical, the Broadway. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where does she fly? Yeah, no. It's a it's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. Like bubbles coming down and confetti, and she's flying. I'm just sitting there like, holy. <laughs> it was insane. insane it's pretty insane and like uh i met one of the ladies who played her after the show uh when i'd seen it and she's like once i watched they have like a bag that goes up to test the rigging and it broke and it fell and broke a seat in the audience and then they were like okay it's your turn and she's like oh all right oh <laughs> can't wait but a little off topic but yes no uh, no it's fine you know, you know just, music's great it's, it's all combined you know it all goes together it is a lot of the same songs in the musical there are more unnecessary songs also thrown in the musical for no reason i don't know why they feel the need to stretch the story so long but here we are <laughs> pacing i don't know um i did uh, not to not to like really go on a tangent because you know mary poppins returns is for another day but yeah. i love in mary poppins returns all of the easter eggs from the original i think it's so cool like because i i watched them back to back just because like i had i mean we're all in quarantine so i was like yeah you know whatever i'll just watch it and like there's so many little like tidbits and whatnot and I will say this, seeing the difference between Michael and Jane as kids and then seeing Michael's kids, Michael's kids are so respectful and just good little kids. And then Michael and Jane, they weren't bad, but what, yeah. what, did, she, what did she diagnose them with? I don't Do remember. remember. I have only Does seen anybody? like 10 minutes yeah. of this one. I mean, Impractically Perfect? Yeah. In, yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh, no, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember. <laughs> I can look it up. <laughs> I'm so ill-prepared. I didn't even think about that. I mean, you know, it's, we're talking highs and lows, but that was just kind of like, I just can't remember. Do I would I, love to have been a fly on the wall for the meeting though, when they were making Mary Poppins returns or even saving Mr. Banks and like seeing what little tidbits from the original movie and from the original ideas that they were going to throw in there and like how they were going to make it super obvious or make it more like Easter eggs. Like that would have been such, I just love the creative minds yeah. behind that when it comes to Disney with all the little Easter eggs. That would have been really cool. Bringing it back to the movie itself. Like, you know, I know we went on a tangent there for a second, like kind of with like the musical and talking about, you know, saving mr banks and mary poppins returns but like that's how much impact that original movie had is because yeah. you can kind of sit there and talk about it and you know go from there with things like that all right one more thing before we get to the lows who's your favorite character and without saying mary poppins without saying mary poppins without, without saying the mary obvious poppins. honestly oh Sorry. No, it's okay. I, I, I thought we were all just kind of saying it. I, I think Bert is amazing. I love Dick Van Dyke. He is just oh, such an underdog because Travers also didn't want him in the movie. <laughs> and I think that might, makes me like him a little more because I just thought he was so great. <laughs> what about you, AJ? I'll have to say the, I don't remember what the name of the song was, but when Mrs. Banks comes home from like the women's voting rally, she has this line in her song that's like, though we love men individually, we agree as a group, they're rather stupid. And I was sitting oh in my living room, like clapping <laughs> to oh the TV. Lord. And from then on, like, she, I don't think she handles her kids or her husband very well, just because she's, I don't know. It's not really her place in the movie, but She's, I love that line. She seems like such a drunk. Like she seems like the <laughs> mom that would like always either have like a glass of wine or like a gin and tonic in her hand. Oh, one thousand. And like just has no idea what's going on. Yeah, like, she's, she's just that soccer practice with her thirty-two yeah. ounce hydro full of vodka, being yeah. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love her for that. <laughs> she leads the PTA meetings, and she's like, "Are you bringing apple pie? Because I was just gonna, you know, 
I'm, <laughs> like a box of cookies, like. I'm getting I'm getting uncrustables. I'm not cooking anything, okay? Yeah, literally. <laughs> that is her. Mitch, who you got, bud? I agree with Mel. I'm gonna go Bert. I think great character. He's timeless. I mean he's a great actor. Love him. That's that's all I gotta say about that. I mean Bert's just Bert. <laughs> I'm going with Bert too, but his accent is so bad it is like known for being the worst british accent ever in a movie ever yeah it is so cockney but like i think that's what makes him so endearing is it's so awful but he's so cheery and he just goes with it and it's like how did nobody tell him buddy we gotta work on this i i don't know so dick we got you an acting coach or we got you an uh, (laughs) dialect 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 coach (laughs) okay so all right we're about to go on but we do have the um uh, what she diagnosed the kids with. Yes. So Jane was rather inclined to giggle and doesn't put things away. And Michael, extremely stubborn and suspicious. So I am Jane, it is confirmed. Um, <laughs> oh <my laughs> wow, sounds like me. Great, love it. <laughs> I need that uh, measuring stick she has just to be like, what am I today? Ah, yes. You know what, though? Yeah, I just, with her herself, she's just a little full of herself. But anyway. She's practically perfect. Yeah, well, you know, we can't have the (laughs) highs without the lows. So, you know, what are some of the bad things and the lows of Miss Practically Perfect in every way? I mean, I feel like I covered the one basic that's like, it does drag after a certain point like after I love to laugh I definitely check out I always have as a kid like I it just did not hold my interest very much after that mm-hmm. um maybe that's just me but that was always when I started to just be like yeah okay let me just skip to the end like I'm kind of over it you know um I don't know what else do you guys think is that it's really hard because besides that I feel like the movie's pretty good it's just long I have a no list. I agree with you Mel Same I have a list as- <laughs> oh AJ's like oh, no I'm ready to tear it apart <laughs> no no me wait do you have some AJ I have some yes but I just heard Andrew go I have a list and I was like oh crap here we go <laughs> no, I wanna, no you go first AJ I want to hear what you got um, okay, so right off the bat, I hate Mr. Banks. I just do. He's so mean and so rude and so strict. And like, like we said yeah. earlier, the kids aren't terrible. It's not like they see these little like devil children, Tasmanians, like yeah. running around screaming like banshees. Like they're rather respectful. They get in a little pickle sometimes, whatever, not to like, I would love to have kids that respectful. Like, okay, cool. Like I could be stuck with worse. And he acts like they just, I don't know, blew up the town. Like yeah. he's so mean to them. And like, just from he just rubs me the wrong way. And so like, because he's like right there in the beginning of the movie, I had that bad taste in my mouth for me the entire time. I was like, oh no, the father of my kids will never be like this. Yeah, well, unless my kids are the Tasmanian devils, let's just say that. He's just so mean and I hate his character so much. And it's just so funny. Cause then I think of like, going back to like saving Mr. Banks and like how that's supposed to be representative of our father and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it yeah, does not, yeah. like the two don't connect. Yeah, I was going to say, her, cause it's based on Trevor's dad. Yeah. But- yeah. He, I thought he was like some like sweet guy. He's just an alcoholic. Exactly. Yeah. Like she paints him out to be this like super caring father. He just happens to have this like uh, problem with alcoholism. And so when I saw Mr. Banks and like trying to connect the two, I was so confused. I was like, this is not the same man, like yeah. at all. I well, we feel know like your least favorite character is. Yeah, I despise that man. <laughs> I don't know. If you look at the movie and I don't know if it was their way of trying to say Walt, influenced it i think they base him more on walt's dad than her dad at that oh on elias yeah 
Ooh, I mean, that's a good point. Was, if you've never heard of what Walt Disney's dad would do, he was a rough man. Like it was not, it was not good. So I could see a lot of Mr. Banks actually being more his own experience compared to hers. That's a really good point. That. I think that's what happened. I really do. Like even if you watch uh, Saving Mr. Banks, they kind of hint at it, but they never fully like say, yeah, that's what they did. But like, I totally see it. Was dad like, he didn't know that he wanted to be an animator or any of that. And like, but like he like, every time Elias tried to like do something, he like, he came up short and like Walt will tell you, he's like, my dad found failure in everything he ever tried. So maybe, maybe that's the way Mr. Banks feels. Maybe he feels like, you know, he's been with this bank for however long and he's just not seeing any results. I don't know. Mitch, what you got? You or you said, did you say you had anything? I mean, no, I agree with Mel. I mean, totally. I feel like there's a point where, like, you kind of just, like, I don't know. If you want to skip to the end, you just want to, like, yeah. get past a certain point. But, like, other than that, I mean, I love the movie. I mean, I always have. So, yeah. I would agree with Mel, 100%. Okay. Well, and, and AJ with Mr. Banks. I don't really like him either. So, yeah. it's two for two. He's not that great. <laughs> I, the way I am with, so Mr. Banks is my least favorite part. He He's not. I think... I don't like the way he is at first and he is just he's just not a good dad kind of deal the thing I don't like is the switch with him Mm. like I it's I love his little redemption where he goes in and like gives the tuppence and like he's like here if it means that much to you kind of thing like you know kiss my butt kind of thing but I just don't think I think it was too quick if you yeah. do that switch yeah. it shouldn't have been when it happened it should have been when you have an old man trying to rip like i guess what is what maybe 50 cents mm-hmm. our money out of a little kid's hand and i also don't understand how like i realize it's a fantasy and whatnot but there isn't any kind of like arc it's like going on a roller coaster of like a rise like you would for an arc and then it's just yeah. like straight drop like up he just jumps off the cliff here's where it is but just all of it even like uh what's the banker guy what's his name mr it's the one dick van dyke plays oh geez see i needed to have a list of characters. I, yeah it's there's it's, so much and this like relates back to what i said it's like they could have worked on this instead of adding how many unnecessary songs you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. having more character development because it's it really is like he just goes right off. Like, there's no progression Mr. at all. Mr. Dawes. When Mr. Dawes, like, he is, like, this jerk. And then even in Mary Poppins Returns, it's like, oh, he really wasn't. Because of, like, a, he told a joke about a, wood, a guy with a wooden leg. Yeah. Like, I just, like, that to me, like, just made no sense. Like, him seeing a balloon and whatever, just, I, I don't know. And then Mr. Dawes Jr., like it's like oh dad loved the joke like it, come on you're a partner now and stuff it just made no sense because like you it's literally being at the top of a hill of a roller coaster where you're like there's all these issues and then you just go instead of it being a roller coaster it turns into tower of terror and you drop straight down so <laughs> so like the rip ride rocket at universe yeah there you go exactly and it's or just it's just as bumpy that. too it really, <laughs> yeah, it really is bad though it's true they just kind of try to wrap it all up in about five minutes don't they throw a bow on it and send it off to production they're like hand it off they're like okay bye we did enough see you later <laughs> like, okay. i think that i think i like uh oh my gosh i just completely blanked on it it's one of the most popular songs in the whole freaking movie let's go fly a kite no i love that one there's nothing that wrong makes with me- that 
that that so scene for Main Street North. <laughs> that scene is absolutely perfect. And anyone that says anything bad about let's go fly a kite, like we're fighting. Not really. No, it's good. I agree. <laughs> I just think it's such a Magic Kingdom song, and it's on yes. the uh, it's on the Main Street loop. And yeah, I was gonna say it has to be on the Main Street loop. Yeah. That's when like, I hear that, it makes me want to cry. It just um, makes me miss Main Street. <laughs> makes me miss. <laughs> The one with the chimney sweeps. Step in time. Oh, step in time. There's it's, it's chimney. Um, but I like the dance number. I think it's fun. Yeah, and then they try to do Mary Poppins returns with dudes on bikes. It's just so with dudes on bikes. It's just so unnecessary. Like I do like step in time, but I do think it goes on a little long. I think certain scenes got thrown in there, like mm-hmm. uh, the one with Uncle. Uh, uh, Al- is it Albert? Uncle, Uncle Albert. Uncle I think Alfred. It's yeah, it's Uncle Albert. Uh, yeah, he does the whole I love to laugh. That's where I said I start to get like, what's the point? Like, it's yeah. just from that point on, there are things that drag where they could have developed the dad or the mom, who, mind you, gets the one song about being a suffragette and then basically just disappears. Like, she's not involved yeah. with the kids at all. And she really is a doormat for the rest of the movie. She really is. She doesn't learn a lesson. She doesn't learn to be more in tune with her kids. She's just there, like, oh, my husband's better now. And my kids are listening. I did a great job doing nothing. Like doing nothing. It makes no sense. It makes because they set her up to be such like an empowering woman. And then it's like, oh nope, just kidding. I'm gonna go sit down on the floor and be a doormat for the rest of the movie. She she takes up for the kids, I think, one time. But that's it. Yeah. And she tried to with the policeman at the beginning of the movie, and then Mr. Banks was like, No, I hate everyone. You all suck. (laughs) And she was like, okay. Whatever you say, dear. And that's what she does. Whatever you say, dear. Okay, dear. But then she's off trying to get women votes. And I'm like, but (laughs) you are doing exactly what your husband wants you to at all times. I'm like, I think there's something missing with the character. The token woman of the the movie. I feel like they just wrote her in as a token woman and it's really annoying. I think she just wants his money. He just (laughs) wants his money. Not saying she's a gold digger. (laughs) But I am. I mean, think about it. She doesn't raise her kids. Mm -hmm. She's not working. Like mm-hmm. she's out, like getting vote, and I okay. I should I should preference. There's a time period. Oh yeah, people didn't know. I mean, if you haven't seen Mary Poppins, so you're not going to understand any of this. So. <laughs> yeah, but either way, like it's just like, I don't know. She's just. I think she's my least favorite part because she is just so irrelevant for someone that should be so relevant. Yeah. Oh, good way to put that. In conclusion, we just hate the Banks parents, apparently. Not the Banks, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> Here's okay. Bottom line is Mary Poppins, Dick Van Dyke as Bert is the only great. He's the best part of the movie. Uh, Dick Van Dyke is awesome. And Julie know. Andrews, do not leave her out. Oh no, Queen. Julie Andrews. True. No, okay. You know what? I'm like, dude, you can't not talk about. I'm sorry. That's the one person we actually really haven't talked about. Is Julie? We really Andrews. haven't. We're jumping back into Julie Andrews. I gotta hear about it. Like that woman is just she is practically perfect in every way. Mary Poppins, yeah, yeah maybe a little different, but like she herself is just so great. And I love the story about that Julie Andrews um has told about how she like Walt wanted her to do yeah. it. And he went to her, he's like, Hey, uh, we we want you to play Mary Poppins. And she's like, Well, Mr. Disney, I, I'm I'm pregnant. I can't. He goes, We'll wait. Yep. And no so worries. They Sit don't, back and like, serve. That, that right there, man, they just... That tells you a lot. If Disney Walt Disney is, like, right. 
oh my gosh. She's like, I'll wait for you. You're worth it. Go have yeah. your baby. And just, you know, whenever you're ready, just let us know yeah. and we'll start filming the movie. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. But imagine what, how different it would have been if he was like, oh, you are, but we can't wait. Sorry. Like, think of how different that would have been for her career for the movie as like a franchise. Like that just blows my mind how like one change could have just yeah. thrown totally. I don't know. Maybe we wouldn't even be talking about it. Maybe it would have been a classic. I don't, I don't know. know that many actresses in the fifties, but I just can't see them bring in like Mary Tyler Moore or Lucille Ball as Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. Right? Right. It just doesn't like, work. It, it doesn't. Just... It doesn't work at all. And Audrey Hepburn actually did a movie that Julie Andrews originated. It was My Fair Lady. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's a very long musical. No. But Audrey Hepburn, the year Mary Poppins came out was also the year My Fair Lady came out. So Audrey Hepburn played Julie Andrews's part in that movie, and then Julie Andrews beat her out for the Oscar, and it was kind of amazing. Yikes. <laughs> so I'm we like, I don't... <laughs> literally a perfect example of how nobody could be Julie Andrews, no matter what. Like, no matter not even close. Not, not even close. Like, no one can do it. She's just perfect. Really the sweetest person, too. Anyone who's ever talked to her says she's just amazing. I would love to meet her. <laughs> and the fact that Mel is saying she's sweet and doesn't have some like backstory tea yeah. on how she's a horrible right. person says right. so much. <laughs> Y'all don't know, but before episodes, we always talk about celebrities and I'm like, oh, I've heard stories about them or, oh, I've heard this. So yes, no, I'm <laughs> a perfect human being and I love her. Mel is the reason people buy tabloid magazines. She's, she's <laughs> that person. Though. She's that person. She's the quote unquote source. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I'm the worst. <laughs> no, no, you're right. But uh, anybody got anything else? Anybody got anything to wrap it up with? I don't know. I'm trying. It's just, I think we covered all the most important things. You know, it's kind of like the first half is really good. Then it kind of goes to poop. Um, but it's still a classic. Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke are perfect. And uh, the Banks parents suck. I think that was a... Amen. There you go. That was, that's oh, yeah. And that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but uh, I, I, yeah, I guess that'll just about do it. Um, but I do want to thank each and every one of you uh, for listening, not only today, but every day. We do love you. We mean it. Keep flooding in the Instagram comments, the DMs, the Facebook, email, whatever you're feeling. Send us in because we like hearing from you guys. And, you know, we try to do our best to make sure we're getting back and whatnot, really be proactive with that stuff. And if there's any new content or for uh, this, but if you guys want any more movie reviews, send some requests. I will gladly get them out. Um, you're going to be noticing, you know, it's probably going to be lined up more like this now rather than some that are a little more sporadic and whatnot. But we got a uh, girl's show or girls, uh, girls, podcast show do you get, what, what are you, ladies night there you go I was, like, I was like i was like was that just like a, i didn't know if you guys were just doing that as like a one-time gig or like you're like like ladies night that's our thing i think that's what we're sticking to for now i don't know maybe like, like if anyone can find some really funny disney puns to go with ladies only send yeah, it our way because let us know and you know i we could also use a name here on the movie review if you guys want to help yeah. us out if you want to hear Mitch and I, <laughs> and whoever else wants to, but Mitch is my movie boy. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, no, so send us in your ideas. Uh, you know, we enjoy hearing back and all that good stuff, but uh, just always remember a spoonful of sugar really does wonders. Thanks, and we will see you real soon. Bye bye. Bye, all. Later, everybody. Let's go fly a kite up. 
to the highest height. Let's go fly a kite and send 